Welcome to NAFA's Inner Circle, a show where we talk to industry insiders like actors, directors, cinematographers, writers, and producers, presented by New England International Film Awards. Christina Urias, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I have a very creative mind, and I have an amazing team that allows me to kind of venture on these great ideas and, and put them into a screenplay and has given me that that outlet to kind of express myself in a way that I didn't know I, I could. How do you get involved into the final vow? We wanted to make a movie that was going to make an impact on real life issues that we have. Ruben Islas, uh, the director, Candice um, Del Judas that works on the background running everything that we don't see. She and I, Ruben, came up with this idea of wanting to shed light on human trafficking, especially child trafficking. That's a huge problem. We started researching. We were in Palm Springs. I remember this was I want to say maybe two and a half years ago, we started researching about human trafficking. We stumbled upon a group of nuns organization that is called Talitha Kum. Talitha Kum is an organization that is sanctioned by the Pope and the Catholic Church. And so what these nuns do, they go and infiltrate big sporting events that have brothels that are notorious for um, human trafficking. There are about 1,600 nuns worldwide that are part of Talitha Kum. They've saved thousands of women, children, men, and they have these rehabilitation programs that they put them through to kind of get them back into normalcy and, and, and feeling safe and belonging to something that to separate their eyes with just something so dark. Being a lead actress, someone might just watch the movie and uh, think you're just the lead actress, but you're not. Yeah, you have more roles. That's that's pretty awesome. So what was it like balancing out writing and producing and then getting ready for a very, very impactful role? I mean, it was a huge overtaking. When we first started writing, I just felt like I connected so much because of the research that I did and these nuns just putting their life on the line for, for such an amazing cause. And to be able to portray one of these nuns was a privilege and an honor. I don't follow the Talitha Kum. I mean, I take the path of vengeance and they do not mm. encourage violence. But I just just connected with that. And I just was, it's such a problem that we have. And and to be able to kind of be that, that superhero, even if it is just in a movie, but that these women in real life, you know, do on a daily basis was just incredible. And, and, and just writing through the scenes and, and living them, you know, and being Sister Anne-Marie. And stepping into that role um, was was incredible. It was one of the best experiences of my life. And yeah, I was just honored to play that. And, and it was my first um, lead role. Oh, wow. So you've yeah. had previous roles before. What was that like? I actually um, co-wrote with Ruben and two other colleagues um, a movie, uh, Divorce Bait, and it's a comedy. And oh. I played a cameo. So, I mean, it definitely is genre. But um, this was just way, just, you know, just outside of the box. Um, just such a, yeah, yeah, such a different role. Um, but, I mean, it was, it was, Divorce Bait was such a small role. And to kind of be put in this position and, and, and have my whole team believe in me and with no acting <laughs> prior, 
um, was pretty great. You know, I, I couldn't have done it without them. Um, the encouragement, the, the, the strength. I mean, we were filming, you know, day and night. Um, we filmed, uh, you know, during daylight savings time. So the sun was not on our side. And so um, we were filming from sun down to sun up. And the weather, I mean, was freezing. It was, it was, but it was, you know, it was incredible. I mean, the adrenaline and the, mm -hmm the camaraderie with our team and everybody, you know, focused on making this an amazing movie. I think awesome. that was our objective. Looking back at, at that experience you had, you know, with your cameo filming, I'm sure, what did you film that in the U.S.? I did. We filmed that um, in uh, like the valley, um, like uh, Van Nuys area. What was it like uh, filming in Tijuana in, in Mexico? It might seem a little bit different than filming in, in Hollywood or filming in the California or just in the U.S. Filming in Mexico was, was I mean, different. And, and, and like I said, I mean, that was my first role. So I really don't have too much to reference back on. It was great. I think that um, we had a lot of great. The police was great with us. They, you know, we had certain streets that we needed closed off. I mean, everybody was, was mm -hmm. really um, helpful, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good experience overall. I wanted to shed light also um, yeah. with um, Ruben um, and our company, when we go into these small villages and we provide work for, you know, in front of the camera, behind the camera. So that's something that we want to do and give those people an opportunity that wouldn't normally have that opportunity to be in a film, to work on a film. And so that was that's always a great feeling to have the community come together and um, and help you know us and them see the big picture. Your film is already super, super impactful. And it's a dark subject along that. You bring light to, you know, some of these villages in Mexico, some towns. I'm really curious, whenever in the film, I believe it's in the middle of the climax of the film, there's, there's a really hard scene to watch involving two men. How do you prepare for something like that when when Ruben, when he says action, what goes behind your 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 head? Yeah, it kind of makes me an emotional thinking about it. But it's it is I think something that is so heavy, and and women around the world, you know, have have been victims of of that, and just channeling um, just their pain um and and just and envisioning that method like that is really happening to me um mm -hmm. i had a really great co-star oscar torre um we spoke about the scene a week you know every day up until the scene actually happened and he was just an amazing co-star respectful and you know just every are you okay are you okay and so that obviously made me feel very comfortable and yeah and just and and and, and really because that is that is when the movie takes a turn and i mm -hmm. feel like the audience needed to be impacted with something so just sick and, and 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 depraved and 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 then when she wakes up you know in the garbage it's like it's just yeah that's wow. like i said that's when the movie really takes a turn and i wanted them to be kind of impacted with the just that that grit of what she goes through and that's i think what starts her journey into making it, you know, becoming this person and, and wanting to save these girls.
Awesome. That was a turning point, I believe, for her. Yeah, I I I I, I saw it. I mean, I've I've seen it uh, multiple times. Um, you know, every time I see it, it's 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 really hard to watch. And I mean, it's a very very hard movie to watch in general. But, yeah. So I I mean, I personally I met you in in Boston when when you were here. Yeah, it's very heavy, and we uh, premiered it at the Newport Beach Film Festival, um, which was great, and we had a great turnout. And um, my grandmother um, on my mother's side, she's from Mexico, very Catholic. Okay. And so I was a little just because she, you know, I invited my family, and I was a little kind of reluctant for her to see that, um, mm. and because it's heavy. It, you know, after after the movie was over, she was in tears and she said, you know, stories like this need to be told. And it's the stuff that, that, you know, we're afraid to see or that we don't admit that happens in the world happens. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, we just pretend that we are living in this roads tinted world where like everything's perfect and it's not. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and like I said, movies like this need to be seen so we can have a voice and those women can have a voice and the children can have a voice. I mean, in terms of executive producing or, or, or writing, how long did it take to write and then do a screenplay? So we started we started writing shortly after um, that conversation um, uh, we had with Ruben, Candace and I. And mm -hmm. so I started writing. Um, Ruben and I um, had basically the, the whole structure of the movie and we needed you know, some help. So we brought in a colleague of ours who plays um, uh, John Crawford um, in the movie, mm -hmm. um, Danforth Commons. And he's an excellent writer, excellent actor. Um, and he came in and helped us finish. I mean, he wrote an incredible scene. It's the, we call it the come to Jesus moment where she finds out, you know, that um, Father Philip is in on it and she's tied up. And so he wrote this incredible scene. And I remember reading it and then you know the 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 cast that was in that scene read it and it was just so powerful because in that room there lies so much evil and so much good but it's mm -hmm. the, the the good is overtaken by the evil and it's you know it was a very powerful scene awesome so i want to take you know a, a sneak peek into the trailer and then i'll bring you back Oh my God. I think one day I want a family, kids, my own home. Is that stupid? We have a teenager and her name is Carmelita. Who adopts a 15 year old girl? Doesn't this concern you? Sister, I'm not going anywhere. Promise? I promise. I don't know all the details about what happened to you. But Sister Esperanza is very concerned about you. We all are. So that was uh, the final vow. That's the, the trailer out now. How, how do you do the editing? Uh, or how what role do you take in, in doing that since you executive produced it? Um, we have a great editor, Sam Reyes. But a lot of the times I think that wearing too many hats isn't necessarily like the best thing. So I think sometimes it's ostracizing yourself from kind of the editing or having, you know, eyes that because we've been like 
rewriting and and rehearsing and it's like you get lost sometimes and you're like okay the main objective like this is this is you know what we're trying to um say this is how we're trying to say it and 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 convey um you know and get as much information in the trailer to obviously uh, make it more alluring to the audience um mm -hmm. but um yeah i i as far as editing yeah of course i always want to be in there and, and being like oh what about this and this and it's like all right christina like maybe just it's better for me sometimes to take a back seat and and let the professional sing. <laughs> well i mean it, it must have been stressful as well you know just uh, preparing for this role and then doing everything but that that that's crazy that's awesome that uh, you wore so many so many hats but uh in in your opinion or in your view i mean you're in the uh, la san san diego area correct correct how do you see the the industry currently as as it is um, you know, obviously with a strike and everything that affected Hollywood and with, you know, I, I don't know too much of the whole AI thing, but I think mm -hmm. that we have some incredible actors in the industry and, and it, it, it definitely has changed with streaming, but I mean, I think that's the direction we're headed to. Um, obviously I still love going to the movie theater. I know I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people enjoy going to the movie theater. So there's that you know, it makes you feel like a child again, going to the movies, you know, and, and, and anticipating, you know, a great movie that you've been looking forward to see. So I really hope that doesn't change in the industry. I feel like COVID did change that a little bit, but I'm hoping that we get back to, you know, the movie theater and the, the glitz and glam of Hollywood and movies, you know, that have changed our lives that are, you know, have spoken truths. And it's been... It definitely has changed, but I'm I'm excited to see after um, with you know the strike being over and then the actors getting the recognition they deserve. Um, see see what happens. Some people that I get into conversations with, um, some of my family uh, members and some other friends that are also actors, producers, writers. I ask them about what they think is is streaming gonna gonna beat the amc or like the the movie theater and I, in my opinion going to the movie theater is an experience uh, you can't really duplicate that in your house uh, with one screen unless you're like extremely wealthy and uh, you know have all these resources but there's something about having all that surround sound and you know as an actress uh, as a as a producer there's nothing like seeing your you, yourself on the big screen. Oh my god! It's it's it, it was incredible. I mean, we we first yeah. did a friends and family um, showing. It was a private showing at Sony lot, and so we've been. You know, I've seen it in the editing room. We've seen it on you know a TV. You know, just trying to like fix color correction or and whatnot. Um, but to actually see it in the, it, it's a surreal experience. It's it's. Yeah. It was incredible. And I mean, yeah, it's like from the moment that you park your car, you take, you know, you go into the theater, you smell the popcorn. It is an experience. You buy your ticket, you find your seat. You know, I, I actually went to go see Sound of Freedom uh, by myself because I just, you wow. know, I heard amazing things about it and it's incredible. And, you know, that I feel like Final Vow is very similar to that. Um, and just the energy in the theater it was oh my god it was just so you just felt 
the sadness surrounding you. And it's, you know, once the movie was over, I mean, I was in tears, but once the movie was over, everybody kind of kept their head down. And it just like, they came into this theater to experience something so powerful and, 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 and a true story, you know, and, and to, to, to get educated on something, you know, that a lot of people aren't familiar with. Right, and it, right. That, I mean, it, in itself is, is beautiful. Yes. Yes. I mean, working on my, my own film as well, uh, producing, writing it as well, acting in it. Um, it's still in the very early stages of, of development, but I can't wait for one day where I'm on the big screen like that. that uh, it is surreal. <laughs> and and we had, um, so our movie, uh, Final Val, premiered at the Newport Beach Fo Film Festival alongside Eugenio Derbez's film, um, uh, Radical. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was, that I believe he won a, uh, an award at Sundance, um, last Sundance. Wow. And um, he is up for an Oscar, I believe, with the film. It's gotten great reviews. We we had our uh, party, our after party with him, and we met him. Incredible. And, you know, he said he was looking forward to seeing Final Vow. And to have somebody of his stature and his experience to recognize our movie was just an incredible feeling and, and, and you know, an honor. That is truly spectacular. So I'm just just curious because the New England International Film Awards we we want to create teachable moments um, and even inspiring like student filmmakers or students in general if they have you know an aspiration of acting filmmaking writing producing you know we want to be there to support them specifically where we are in Boston there's so many so many colleges within like a 10 mile radius there's so many different colleges unlike any other city really in the US what what advice would you give an aspiring producer or an aspiring actress um, to you know start on a journey to a path where they accomplish something like you? The best advice I could give them is say yes. Say yes to opportunities. Say yes to a role that you might second guess yourself and think that you're not ready for it. Say uh -huh. yes to, you know, producing or writing or the creative process. Just to say yes, because saying yes opens up so many opportunities, so many doors, and to believe in yourself. Because when you say yes, that yes has confidence behind it and then that you're willing to deliver what is what it, what is being asked from you so yes. for me i you know looking back i yeah of course when i was asked to play sister anne marie i was taken back i but i told myself no yes you can do this like Yes, it's a powerful role. And it, the, the amazing thing was that I also was a writer on it and I connected so well with Sister Anne-Marie. So I had that, but not, not, I'm not going to have that every time, but saying yes right. to an opportunity and then knowing that you can deliver and knowing that you're confident enough to accept whatever is, you know, put in front of you. I completely agree with that. I mean, saying yes to one project, even, you know, it might be a small or it might be a, a lead role. It might lead to bigger projects in the oh, future. Oh, absolutely. We've, um, you know, from this film, um, you know, we worked with Luis Gatica, who's an amazing actor. Um, I actually grew up watching his uh, novelas. <laughs> and, oh. 
Um, and he's incredible. He helped me so much in this movie. And um, he plays Don Chucho. You know, he said yes to this role. Um, being, you know, alongside an actress that had no experience. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been since he's done Final Vow, he's been in three of our movies along with Oscar Torre. Um, and, you know, and they said, yes, they believed, they read the script, they believed in the project and said, yes. So because of this, you know, we, we've created a family and we want to continue to work and grow with people that want to be a part of what we're doing. Right. That's awesome. Did you have anything involved or do you involve yourself in the casting process at all? Um, yeah, I do actually. We, uh, of course, we have a casting director, um, but I think our team is pretty incredible and we're all very synced with like what the look we're, we're looking for and the personality. And, you know, when we um, were casting for Don Chucho, we were like, Luis Gatica is amazing. Um, you know, it's just like, it just fits like a glove and you're just like, okay, all right. And, you know, sometimes it's not always going to be like that, but we were very fortunate um, to find great, great um, cast members for, for our movie. But uh, yeah, I, um, I definitely was a part of it. What's next for Christine? Since Final Vow, I, a colleague and I, um, uh, Danforth, Comins, Ruben, and, and I um, were like the in-house writers. We wrote a movie, Clay, that is, um, I mm -hmm. believe, their locking picture this weekend on. It's a beautiful wow. story. Um, so we're hoping that that um, movie um, we're putting into festivals. We also, and I play, um, I co-star in that movie. And then um, we filmed the last year around this time, a movie called Gringo Hunters. Um, and that is based on a true story. Um, it was also filmed in Baja, California. Wow. And um, my role is, if I told you, you would not believe it. It is so completely <laughs> different, stark from Sister Anne-Marie. My son in the movie um, kills a cop and I run okay. drugs in, um, in Banning, California. And so I'm like a drug dealer, all tatted up, like it's wow. just, I look unrecognizable, <laughs> but honestly from going to you know from going from a role like sister Anne marie to going to a role in my character in gringo hunters uh, her name is tracy was pretty fun um because sister Anne marie had to be in such a vulnerable place constantly and so my my body felt that physically christina um, mm -hmm. urias not sister Anne marie like i felt just sad and it was just it, it was a lot to it was a big undertaking. And so when I got to play Tracy, Tracy's just this like badass, doesn't care. Like she will just knock, you know, anyone out of her way. Um, and she's just a powerhouse. Um, and to be able to play that, it was just so much fun. <laughs> she's smoking packs of cigarettes. Like, oh my God, it was, it was just completely different, but um, it was so much fun. And so we, hopefully this year, we will be filming Gringo Hunters too. And um, Tracy oh. will be in the um, and, uh, yeah, but it was incredible. It was, it was really fun. Um, so you asked me what is next for Christina? I think diving into different roles and, and, and having that, um, kind of 
you know, I, I, I aspire to be like a chameleon where I can take mm. a role and make it my own, but completely different from the ones before. I don't want to be typecasted. Um, just dive really deep into what I could do. You know, what um, I, I actually leave for Louisiana. We're filming a horror movie uh, in Baton Rouge, December and January. And um, I will I will be co-starring in that movie. Um, wow. I'll be playing a cop's wife, a troubled cop's wife that's trying to find um, a serial killer. Such diverse, different roles, like communion, like I would say, I mean, from Sister Anne-Marie, to being extremely vulnerable to the drug dealer that you mentioned earlier. Like it is it, completely, you know, in the final vow, you had to kind of uh, fight those kinds of people. I mean, in Mexico. So now oh, being, yeah. yeah. Now I'm one of those. <laughs> exactly. I know that's, that, wow, that, that's amazing. So what what is your dream, you know, role um my dream role i you know i love uh, just fighting not not with people but just like training and mm -hmm. i love being active and i swam my whole life so i would love like to play like a superhero i know sister Anne marie was kind of in a sense a superhero but kind of like a maybe like a john wick kind of role um where there's action sequences like fight scenes and i i think that would be i mean i know it would be take a toll on my body physically but i think mm -hmm. like I, I would love that challenge and that adrenaline just to feel you know just yeah i i love action movies so you know i love like the rocky balboas and rambos and just to be in something like that would be great you mentioned you're a swimmer do you swim competitively i did up? i swam competitively um competitively really? my whole life and it's funny because we had we had written this scene in final vow which you know, mm. it, we were kind of on the fence whether we should do it or not, but it was when she um, goes into Don Chucho's house and um, we were gonna film the scene, her coming like swimming from from the um, ocean and getting that, but it was a night scene. I mean, there's so many, you know, right. working parts in order to make that work. It was a little bit difficult, but I mean, I think it would have been fun you know, getting, getting one of those swimming scenes. We, we actually have a film or I'm sorry, a scene in clay that, um, mm -hmm. uh, a coaster and I are, di are diving off of, um, I believe it's a catamaran and it's a really cool shot into the ocean oh. and it's, it's great, but it's, yeah, just incorporating any like natural talents that I think people have and, 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 and playing off of those, I think, is um, like finding people's strengths. And, you know, I just, I, I, yeah, like I love the physicality of of doing something like that. That That is something we have in common because I was also a competitive swimmer. Oh, um, that's awesome. Middle school and high school, I stopped, you know, after my, my junior year of, of high school. But uh, what's your favorite stroke? Um, so I would do, so I would do the 200 medley, um, the, the, or yeah, the, yeah, I would do the 200 med, my favorite. Um, but I, my, my events were the hundred free, the hundred back, and then, um, mm -hmm. the 400 relay. And, and, and it's funny cause when I got older, I just feel like your body changes, you know, like I was, right. I had been swimming since I was six years old, um, competitively and, um, 
I was so good at backstroke. And then as I got older and older, I was like, I, I had more upper body strength. And so I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at butterfly, you know, one of the hardest strokes. So um, how about you? My favorite, I'm a breaststroker, 100%. Uh, I, I love breaststroke. My least favorite is butterfly. I absolutely hate butterfly <laughs> in breaststroke. Um, so I was the 100 breaststroke. Um, that was my absolute favorite event. Uh, I also like the the medley relay, you know, uh, being, you know, the breaststroke. I was always I was always the breaststroker in the medley. That's awesome. I my high school, my mom still has the clippings um from like all my I would come out in the newspaper getting first place and you know, my mom still keeps all those and um I also mm -hmm. played water polo, so I think kind of maybe incorporate. I mean, I'm 37 years old. It's not like I can play a college water polo player, <laughs> but it would be, you know, playing a sport or doing something of that, you know, in film, I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, I come from, from a family of, of swimmers of like fish, essentially. We're all fish. My whole family, we're all fish. You what know, part my, of my family from? My, we're from Mexico City. So my, yes, my, my cousin, actually, he is, you know, training for the Mexican Olympic team. Oh, that's incredible. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I believe it's December in Monterrey. Oh, uh, which is, it you gotta is let really me know exciting. if he makes it all. I'll be cheering him on. I love, I, yeah. That's Definitely, awesome. I'll. I'll, I'll be sure of giving giving him your message but yeah. i mean my brother is was a swimmer he he actually swam all the way through college and oh, my wow. sister also uh she was also uh a, a swim or yeah she was also a, a swimmer uh, oh, she, before that she was actually a gymnast and she you know she hurt her her wrist where she couldn't do she was really good at gymnastics so oh, wow. she, she couldn't do that so she picked swimming. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, how how did you get into acting from a swimmer to an actor? Um, so I, I, well, like I said, I mean, I, Ruben, you know, started this company um, and Candice was the first employee. Um, he reached out to me and was like, I want to make film. I want to make movies. I want to create this company that gives opportunity um, to minorities in front of the camera and behind the camera because there's mm -hmm. not a lot of movies. We always get, you know, like the same roles, you know, and, and, and we have very, you know, amazing stories that need to be told. And so he created this, this company and was like, I was living in LA at the time. And he was like, I would love for you, you know, to come work for my company, but you have to move mm -hmm. to San Diego. And I did. And, you know, and oh. the rest is history. Where do you, where do you move from? Uh, from Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that's not, not too, too far. far. Not too far, but <laughs> it, um, and, and that's what I was, you know, reverting back to what I said earlier. Um, you know, because had I not said yes, like mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had this amazing opportunity. And granted, I mean, if, if he would have asked me to move to New York, I probably would have. But making those steps, because, you know, you never like we we're talking about swimming, a water polo. I, I wish I would have played in college. You know, I, I, I have dreams about it where I like have that competitive still in me. Um, but I do have that regret. And had I not said yes to the opportunity Ruben had given me, 
I would feel the same because you never know what opportunities, you know, are, are there for you if, if you don't, you know, say yes to that opportunity. And I'm, I'm very grateful to him for believing in me um, and, and giving me, you know, taking a chance because he did take a huge risk and a huge chance um, at, you know, the movie maybe like I wouldn't have been that great. I, we, we didn't know what was going to happen, <laughs> you know? So, but it paid off. It paid it off. Did, it did. It did. And, and then, like I said, I mean, it was amazing for everybody to, to believe in me and Mauricio plays father, Philip, Yennefer, Agente Huerta, they were amazing co-stars and just, mm. you know, they were just great to work with and, and, and having that much, um, experience on set and, 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 and guidance for me helped me as well. Is there any closing remarks or anything you want to mention? Um, yeah, I wanted to thank uh, the New England International Film um, Festival for showcasing our film all the way, you know, to the East Coast. We showcased it on the West Coast here in Newport and, and to have it showcased again on the East Coast and to have eyes on it and, and, and it was well received and to win the Best Featured Film Award was and is amazing. Thank you so much. By the way, you're going to get that trophy any day now. Okay, I'll be looking for it. Awesome. Well, again, uh, Christina, thank you so, so much for taking the time. I know you're, you're probably extremely busy between writing, producing, acting. You know, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk with me. Uh, of course. Out, out, out of everybody. Thank you so much um, for having me. Yes, of course. Thank you so much.